0: Hi, I'm Liz and I'm Rhea. Welcome to Karma's My Bitch, a podcast about love, sex, connection, abundance, joy, purpose, peace,
1: and how life isn't simply the stories we tell ourselves. We've spoken about recently about finding meaning. I find myself asking a lot what does that look like in 5D? Because in 3D, it was measured by love as in our relationship status, how many, you know, how many people we screwed, etc.
0: <laughs> um success you yeah. know like money job assuming or trying to assign meaning to life actually becomes pointless and again it becomes this external thing it also this just thing, becomes
1: mental masturbation right it really does and this, like, it becomes oh, i went here for this reason to do this it and becomes
0: the thing we cling to
1: well you know i mean when you're talking about this i'm definitely thinking about how I turned this work into my meaning for a while, right? Yeah, yeah. And it was fucking toxic because mm. everything that happened in my personal life, I was like, oh, that happened because I was learning this episode or writing this chapter mm. or whatever else. And I linked the two so much mm. that I transferred the dissatisfaction I had on my personal life onto the work. Mm-hmm. I made the work have to carry far greater a load. Than Mm -hmm. it really should, right? It was my work. It was what I did for fun. It brought me joy. But at the same time, it wasn't everything. Yeah. But I realized that actually there needed to be some quite, for me anyway, quite firm boundaries Mm -hmm. for myself. Between, you know, at the end of the day, I love what I do. And that's amazing because there's one part of my life that works really, really well at least. But it's one part of my life. It's not all of my life. Mm -hmm. And the more I put everything on it and all the more I hide using it right Mm -hmm. like as well and I don't mean necessarily I'm just going to stay at home and like edit a a podcast episode or write a chapter or I don't know whatever else Mm -hmm. I don't mean it like that I mean hide from it as in something happens and I try and find meaning in it so then to then ascribe that meaning to my work okay these things naturally harmoniously fit or they don't and me trying to force stuff just makes me resent fucking everything and everyone and it's really dangerous because as much as I love my work, which is effectively my purpose, it's how I serve, right? Mm-hmm. As I said in the last episode, I'm here for more than that. Yeah, I'm here to be happy. I'm here for everything in my world to echo back that light, yeah. not just how I serve. I serve the collective in this way, mm-hmm. but I also serve the collective by being another happy person in it mm. because that spreads more joy, happiness, etc., I don't think that this work is enough to give me meaning, nor would I want it to. And I know that that sounds like quite a big statement to say on a podcast, but I'm serious. I'm not <laughs> well, at here. least you're honest. I'm not here to be no. Liz's work wife. I'm not here to be Karma's, you know. Poster child. Yeah, I'm not exactly. Yeah. I'm not here to be Karma's poster child. I'm not even here to be Oneness's poster child. I'm not here to be anything other than fucking happy. Mm -hmm. and doing this work brings me happiness because I get to like chat and learn and process and do all these really fun things with it but it's not fucking everything I mean to be honest that wasn't always fun (laughs) no it wasn't yeah but I think a lot of why it wasn't fun is because I made it it was necessary because you know there is like there are always going to be blurred boundaries between work and life there just is right like Mm -hmm. and especially when this work involves my life Right. Right? I mean, it's very personal. It's very personal. Yeah. But that doesn't mean it's everything. Yeah. And I would never want it to be everything because for so long it was my everything and I wasn't very fucking happy. Mm -hmm. And if I had to choose hand on heart tomorrow between my happiness Mm -hmm. and anything else. Yeah. In terms of the things that are in my life, my happiness is always going to win. Yeah. But ironically, and kind of bringing it back to the reanimation episode just we had in the last episode, Mm -hmm. because this is part of my happiness. It's not going to go anywhere. Yeah, exactly. It's still part of my purpose. It's still part of my happiness. So it's not going to go anywhere. And I'm very clear about that. Yeah. But I also can see what my priority is, yeah. what my, what I'm determined to create for myself. And that isn't a huge empire with an unhappy founder at the top of it mm-hmm. at all. It's a fucking joyful life that involves mm-hmm. all these things that make me excited to get up in the morning.
0: When you say that, you're allowing for a certain evolution, Of your purpose, of your life, of yourself, and even of your happiness by not attaching any significance or sort of, or ascribing meaning to something. And because when you do, you don't allow something to move forward.
1: Things move forward and find their place. They don't always necessarily go. Like we've got so many outdated ideas when it comes to endings and finishings and doing new things. One thing doesn't have to necessarily replace the next. Mm. Relationships can evolve and get better. You know, there are so many, there's another side of the coin that we don't allow ourselves access to because we've spent so long in our karma.
0: Purpose is still very significant. Like, don't get us wrong. We have banged on about purpose for so many seasons. and There's no way we're going to get to one episode in season nine and be like, fuck purpose. <laughs> we're done.
1: Yeah. Well, purpose you is just li- your divine expression. So that's never going to go anywhere.
0: Yeah. It's how you serve the collective through your div- most divine expression. Right. And it does get us through. It gets us out of our karma. Like, it really helps us. It, it gives us a focal point, right?
1: But also just following your heart against you or your soul, whatever you want to call it, gets yeah. you out of everything. Exactly. Giving yourself permission to be exactly. happy effectively.
0: And, and effectively, like when we're finished with our destiny, we set out on the larger part of our fate. Again, it still becomes the beacon for us, right? It like helps us traverse those fate lines in a way in which we can feel a bit more settled or balanced. Yeah. Yeah. As we move along. So we're less likely to fall over or we're less likely to kind of get stuck in too many other loops. But we are more than our purpose, right? Further in our fate we go, our purpose starts to take on another hue. Okay. Which is a really interesting word that they used, I'm right? Into this. As in it doesn't change completely it just takes on another hue. Okay. Like another layer, if you will. So it continues to be the way in which we serve, but it is not the end-all be-all of our fate, as in it's not really what's going to get us to the other, like, the unwritten parts of our fate. Okay. Yeah. How cool is that? Okay.
1: And um, what is that? And
0: that's because because in the previous episode when we talked about reanimation, we talked about divine consciousness, as in I am the divine, right? And I have all the gifts of the divine and blah, blah. We are here then for a multitude of reasons, which is... We are here to experience everything that life on earth has to offer as we are the divine.
1: Not just the painful shit, but like the yummiest chocolate cake and like the best orgasm.
0: Yeah, the most amazing, whatever, I don't know, visiting the most beautiful place on earth and I don't know, whatever bucket list things one creates for themselves. Okay, fun. Yeah.
1: And that's part of our fate.
0: Yeah, what is within our fate. Yeah, 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 yeah. May not be within my fate to go bungee jumping, but somebody else's fate might. Yeah, yeah, no, no, but that's what I mean. So it's really daring.
1: But what I'm saying is that that's all within our fate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. I had no idea.
0: No, it's super cool. I didn't really. Grasp that either i kind of felt that was more choice shit yeah i thought it was just like a what ifs thing i didn't i thought like yeah i like, basically
1: thought our fate was purpose right so like i'm going to do this book and then i'm going to write this thing and i'm well, going to do this i thought it was just that
0: to be fair they set it up like that didn't they yeah No, it's not our fault.
1: No, it's not. But why did they set it up like that?
0: Because when we're transitioning from 3D to 5D, it can be very overwhelming to be presented with so many choices that as long as you have your purpose, that's really what's going to see you through.
1: So I guess it's a bit like what we were talking in the previous episode of, like, just shutting down. Like, when I was saying how I felt really overwhelmed because I could see so much. Yeah. And effectively, I just felt myself shut down. Yeah,
0: I mean, purpose can feel like more than enough for a lot of people. Yeah, but
1: now it doesn't feel like enough at all. Right. It's yeah. exactly what I'm saying. You're I like, say. I'm
0: fucking bored. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're like, I could be doing this. I could be doing that. But it's not – but it also doesn't because so – It ceases to be fulfilling if we don't have all the extra. And that's the magic part. So it's funny. Like, we're talking about – fate a lot there's always an element of magic in each episode there's like a magic point and that's your magic point is what's the yummy bit that I can add to my life that's gonna fit my life that's gonna be just I mean I don't want to call it an essential but it is that joy is an essential part of our lives also because I just
1: feel my the work is better when I'm happier yeah like I've said I I mean we're bored of saying this like podcast episodes get Mm droney chapters get rewritten yeah, you know, I just everything feel like I, I sail- do. I-
0: yeah, I feel like I sail through my days in a way in which I wouldn't if I didn't have that extra. Yeah, time moves differently; everything yeah. gets paced differently. You are yeah. present in a way that you are unable to be present otherwise.
1: But so there is so all that stuff is also in our fate. All the cool stuff
0: when we're really dealing with our fate in this particular arena, it is much more about our evolution. So, what lies beyond our purpose is what will get us to the next area of our fate, Mm. right? And now, when we think about our fate, you can't section off your fate, right? The lines are such that everything is intertwined. So you can't just be like, oh, the first 25% of my fate is purpose. You know, everything bleeds through. Everything carries through. So there's no like cutting it or portioning it off. It just is. It's, you're all of it, right? And then the extra to come that you write, hopefully you'll get there. But what lies beyond all of that in that next area of, of our fate, as in, all right, I fulfilled a great deal of my purpose. I'm happy. You know, it's all good. It's all great. It's all unfolding. I'm in total flow and, you know, I can reanimate. Maybe I've finished a quantum leap, etc. is what we call creatorship. So full creatorship. Oh, wait, wait.
1: Hold on. Hold on. Pause. Rewind. <laughs> so there's something above all of the things we've done. So there's some, this, this is above reanimation and quantum It's not leaping.
0: above it's just something else.
1: Okay, so something else. We're introducing I mean, something else because reanimation really just, like, is. I, I know. Out. Didn't I? I just.
0: I was like, I'm just gonna slip this one in and see if she notices. E- no, nothing is more powerful than reanimation. Nothing. Mm-mm. Not even quantum leaping. So, so creatorship. Yeah, full creatorship. Yay! So not only are you in service to the collective, right, which is one's purpose, but to the greater whole of humanity. I mean, how? How is that difference? Because you have a greater reach.
1: I'm confused. The collective is all of humanity. Isn't no, it's
0: not. What not is necessarily. it necessarily? It would just be whomever you can influence in your immediate.
1: Sorry, reach. I've never known this before. <laughs> I mean, Genuinely. not everybody
0: is like in service to the whole of humanity. Who oh, has that assumed. level of influence?
1: I just assume. So no. it's not just your collective. So, example, no. right now, our collective could just be. The listeners of this podcast.
0: Yes. Hello and thank you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Made it cringe. (laughs) Shut up. But
1: the greater whole of humanity is wider than the people that we can directly influence in that way.
0: Precisely. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So to be able to achieve this means not only do you have a certain level of mastery over your purpose, right? Which is effectively the clear map of your service. So... In that respect, it's a bit like what you've experienced, where it's just in a constant state of unfolding. Yeah, you do a podcast,
1: you do a book, you do a podcast, you do a book.
0: Okay, make that sound a little bit more exciting. No, but it's unfolding. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's fun. I love it. I like like all all four, five, whatever, however many elements we have to our work. Yeah. Whenever
0: it's time for it, I enjoy it. When you do this, you also have to have a willingness to step into the larger container of your own power. What does that mean? So... It means that you're willing to take on greater responsibility and ownership for your work.
1: So you know that more people will be consuming it. Yeah. And so you give, you know, and you take the responsibility of that.
0: Yeah. So I'll give this one example. And let me see if I can, because it just popped into my mind. And when I do this, mind you, this is not me talking smack. This is not me being critical. It's just an observation, right? But this is the one that just popped into my mind and I'm going to run with it. So I did one of Doreen Virtue's seminars many, many years ago, sometime in the early 2000s. And she was already, I guess, big by then. She'd already written a, a lot of books and and was really good at selling her books at these seminars. And all of her practitioners were there. And they weren't all, they were very clicky and weird, right? And again, no judgment. It was just observation. I was just there because I was always really clear that I was going to do soul memory. This was not something I was totally interested in but why not? My friend really wanted to do it. It was a nice weekend. But I remember sort of watching her and listening to her at some point when she was on stage because, mind you, she wasn't there a lot. She would just kind of appear like once a day or oh, really? a little bit. She wasn't necessarily teaching everything. She'd kind of give a little bit because she was She was like sharing how to like do mediumship and stuff. She brought out James Von Prague, who is this quite a well-known medium. And he talked about what it took for him to develop his mediumship skills. But I remember when she introduced him And she said, yeah, and we both drive the same car as a Mercedes convertible. She made a rather big deal about that. And I remember thinking, if you think that that's a valid point worth making, you're really targeting a different audience than you need to be for your purpose, right? Because here you are talking about connecting people. What seems to matter is the material gain. And that's where I really thought that there's a lack of ownership and responsibility for somebody who had such a large mission. And when you do that is when things can start to get corrupted. That's all I'm gonna say about that. <laughs> was that really much of a story? Not really. Because when we were talking about reaching the greater whole of humanity, she was somebody who had an incredible reach. She's somebody who got there. She got there before a lot of other people did, given and is that fate. Oh, absolutely. Fate and mission. I mean, she was definitely mission, but she squandered it. While I've had friends say, well, it's just an experience, you know, everybody goes through stuff, but I could see it already being set up for that, that she was somebody who was never going to be able to fully hold on to her gifts. And I know that it's because she feels like Jesus told her to. You know, she was in church, and she had a vision of Jesus, and now all she wants to do is just talk about how important Jesus is, and she's disavowed everything that she's ever created. So when you disavow your work, you're denying your being. And no one who denies their being could ever be a teacher, which is really a shame because she had a lot to offer. The point was never about necessarily her cards or her books, but she offered connection, and that's tremendous.
1: And she could still do that in a different way.
0: Yes, but she cannot do that because she's completely erased so much. Again, when I, when I talk about Doreen and why I've why I some, somehow given permission to talk about her today, it's the cautionary tale. It wasn't a be careful, oh no, being corrupted when you have this much power. It's, it's still quite easy because, well, not only is the dark quite seductive, but our world is very seductive unless you are fully cemented in your faith.
1: And then you get all the cool seductive things anyway
0: yeah exactly that really do line up that what you were talking
1: about just now this portion retail business but that feels quite 3d is that possible in 5d it is possible in 5d how do you make sure you don't not in a fearful way just what is it are you just really you have to be able to really take responsibility and ownership of your work
0: yes completely and humility humility is key and it's not just about knowing that you don't know everything it's also about always remembering that you are here to serve
1: the collective
0: yeah and the greater whole of humanity in this case
1: which i thought was the collective up until about six minutes ago
0: we've talked about how you know you're not going to backslide etc there's also insecurities there's also choices we make we can't forget that we still live in a rather 3d world
1: And also when you said like there's like the beginning of 5D when you're kind of in hell and then there's after that where you're kind of living a bit and you're in your purpose. And then there seems to be after that where you go through like that loss period for a bit and then you're in a cemented place. There is still growth and evolution in 5D. Mm -hmm. It's not like you're in 5D, gates open, woohoo, party times. Like yes and no. Like
0: actually you have to create When when 5D looks bleak. Yeah. Yeah. When you become and you step into that larger container because you recognize that you can You're here to serve the greater whole of humanity and that you have that reach, you have that knowledge, you have that faith. You know that that's what you're here for, right? It's written in your fate. The one other essential component to cementing your footing in 5D with all of that in place is love.
1: Yay! (laughs)
0: Like, yeah, love it's It's true though
1: but makes sense because it's kindness it's all the things
0: right and love is light it's full light and you're running all that light that's why in these early years of 5d the support systems will be really important
1: i guess it makes sense because love is but joy love it's 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 how we connect to others it's how we connect to our divinity it reminds us all the source and it grounds us.
0: When we experience oh gosh, it in our yeah. daily lives, it grounds us, and that's what matters. Because when we are grounded, we are less likely to fall off our fate lines, mm. right?
1: So it's still possible to fall off your fate lines at any point.
0: Um, everything's possible.
1: Yeah, always. but unlikely.
0: Yeah, less likely, but can always. You know, there's. It doesn't take much sometimes. You know, because it like it's like the image they just gave was just like the little feather, and you fall over. It can be something. Just depends on where you're at. You know, as we talk about this. And we come into 5D and our work in 5D from a very organic place because, you know, we, we've allowed this unfolding. We figured it out as we went along. So, you know, the roadmap is one that it just seems to like show itself. And we just, we bumble. We have bumbled our way through this and we own that.
1: Right? Yeah, yeah. But that's how I've bumbled through about my whole career. So I I'm mean, like, oh, this
0: is usual for me. That is my life.
1: <laughs> In a nutshell. But I can imagine someone else who's not like this to find that particularly difficult.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So what do they do? Maybe they want to fall back into old habits. Maybe, like you said, maybe old thought patterns kind of creep in, right? Sometimes it doesn't take much to push somebody over an edge in which they were already kind of teetering. But if you're in higher consciousness, surely your higher self is like... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to think that. But it is always important for us to cover all the ground because we're not going to sell this like as if it's so easy, It'll never happen. To say that would just be irresponsible. If
1: it does, what do you do? If you just happened by chance to pick up this episode of this podcast Mm -hmm. and this is you, what do you say to them?
0: Well, three things. One, get back to your purpose because your purpose will ground you and that is a huge source of your divinity. Secondly, refocus your relationships because more than likely it's a toxic or dysfunctional relationship that's completely thrown you. Usually it's what allows people to get thrown off. Okay. You know, is the attachment to relationship. I'd rather have that than live out my purpose. Yeah. <laughs> sounds familiar. I know. <laughs> you said it, on me. <laughs> sounds, sounds pointed. <laughs> I'd rather have both. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's about having both. And then the third thing is, okay, and this is going to sound like a little bit of a punt, but we'll explain this. Reevaluate your choices okay because something so say it wasn't a relationship i mean could have been whatever still a choice but there was a point along the line in which you chose something and you need to go and choose differently you need to go back to the not necessarily back in time but you need to trace those steps because you made a choice somewhere but then and i've experienced that exactly Mm -hmm. in many ways yeah But actually going
1: back and unraveling that to ended up bringing in from the last episode ended up bringing in a layer of something I hadn't seen before or I wasn't maybe ready to face. Oh, cool. Right. And then in doing that, I could have compassion for every choice I'd made because I was like, oh, well, I didn't know any better, but now I do. Yeah. So then I was able to make different choices going forward. But it was also uncovering something that I hadn't seen before and allowed me to then heal so much that I hadn't realized I could heal, Mm. to be honest. Yeah. So it was, so sometimes, you know, like the one thing I would say to all of that, it's not like, bad dog, you've done, you know what I mean? It's yeah. just, there is a reason. Go oh, yeah. back and find that reason. Yeah. And then actually you'll you'll be better for it. Absolutely. There's
0: no judgment around that. But yeah. it's a, everything can be addressed. Everything can be fixed. We cannot forget the fact that we have the power to address everything that ails us. Yeah. If we're willing to take responsibility. So it is sometimes just as simple as, Where was the choice that you made and can you do it differently? Then
1: actually going forward, I will naturally make different choices Mm -hmm. because I'm not coming from that space anymore. Right. So in the end, it is all for your happiness. It is. Even if you fall off a fate line Mm -hmm. because then you get back on it and then you can go faster through it, right? And smoother through it because there's even less baggage holding you back.
0: So as of this recording, few, if any, are actually doing this. So that's how future telling this this particular subject is in terms of full creatorship
1: it makes sense if if you're doing this well you have to be in higher consciousness
0: yeah you have to have like so that
1: means no ego no karma no everything exactly and on top of that you must have you have to have already gone through the little hell portion maybe where you're kind of well not
0: everybody goes through exactly
1: maybe that's why i said maybe and also maybe you know you're in your purpose for a bit and you know like it's like you know step six or seven of the the fate traversing where you add this thing to your arsenal yes exactly. so it's it makes sense that it's not going to be like immediately because how many people are doing that right
0: yeah i mean and who hasn't modeled for them like the younger generations don't but we really even if to... they're in 5d and we have all the things yeah don't no know. i mean i don't even is... know what
1: full creatorship even means yet. i know i was like it's we haven't even fully
0: explained it and yeah. um i feel i feel like we've just i mean we've learned a lot today but we still haven't learned what full creatorship is probably why you just slipped it in Yeah, exactly, because there's no definition, really. Anyway, continue. Yeah, but it requires us to be fully ready for a life that's entirely unknown. So effectively, what full creatorship is... And that doesn't mean like sitting on an island. It just means... No, we're just literally creating everything as we go along. That's what full creatorship is.
1: Literally creating everything as we go along. Yeah. So it's like creating the lily pad and then jumping on it and then creating the next lily pad and then jumping on it. That image works. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But obviously, it doesn't mean you're jumping along it, like, and every time you jump onto the next lily pad, you lose all the people in your life, and then you move on to the next one. Let's just make that clear, because I'm sure some people out there, aka me, would be thinking, oh, wait a second, if we're fully creating our lives and you have to be used to the unknown, it means you have to blank slate your life every single time. That's not what we mean. Oh,
0: no, not at all. Not at all.
1: Just wanted to double
0: check. So you're, I mean, not only are you really living as the divine in body, but you're, exor- you're exercising that complete divinity from a place where you're you're going to know that everything will always be well, just like you said. Yeah, you're not having to blank slate every time. Everything's going to be a natural evolution. Everything always
1: feels natural, but you're just
0: doing it from that that most divine place. And so I can I can understand why it is really difficult to get to this space. Like like you said, I mean, it's all well and good. You have reanimation. You have quantum leaping. You're you're living your fate. Like. You and probably
1: most people are doing all these things without knowing that they have catchy names.
0: I mean, really, no one's doing it. But anyway, like, you have your purpose. Everything's going swimmingly well. It's just we have to throw one more thing into the pot. Like, oh, why don't you consider full creatorship? Isn't that amazing? I mean, that's where you get into the unwritten parts of your fate. That's really important of why this is an episode 12 is because what you're going to start to realize is how that's how your new physical world will manifest
1: if you're serving the whole of humanity when you say your physical world you mean earth yeah you don't mean like my home
0: no it's everything it's that and more because again that's the larger container right okay the whole of humanity so if you are changing your physical reality oh that's your magic
1: You're free to desire whatever you want and then you're free to create it afterwards.
0: Exactly. Thank you for listening. For more information, articles and inspiration, find us at karmasmybitch.com and at karmasmybitch.insta.
1: And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review.